What's up, daddies? Today on the show, we hear about one of your fellow listeners who split his face open while enjoying the program. We do a deep dive into the petition trying to get a terrible Illinois bar shut down because it's owned by an openly racist individual. We hear about a gentleman who gets arrested after he passes out while canoeing drunk. It's all the toppings piled high as per usual. Live from Los Angeles. Whoop. California. You listening to Power Moves, Daddy? Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a coal on any chain. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 92. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Joining me from beautiful Glendale, California, it's your best bud, Gnarly Zach. What's up, man? Uh, you know me, dude, man. I'm just hanging out. You got yourself a dupe going there, I see. <sighs> yeah, it was a good time. What kind uh, of marijuana? Put out, put out half of it. What? It was that brand, uh, Littles. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with? Mm-hmm. Uh, my girlfriend broke our pipe yesterday while I was at work. So she went to go get a new one and picked up a little pack of joints while she was there. Those are good. I like all of those little uh, multi-packs. Like, that's the best value. Yeah, it just sucks that I can't go out and be smoking them in public. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, finally, it's legal for us to just rip joints outside, and now we cannot go outside anymore. We're going to need some sort of, we're going to need like little holes in the mask or something that close (laughs) up, like a little like, like a uh, little portal, like on a boat or something, where you, you pop, the, pop the hole open and then you can hit your dupe oh, yeah. and your sig, and then you just close it back up for safety. We can make that happen. That's a million-dollar idea, Gnarly. Let's just get into the junk drawer. I hope everyone had a solid fourth. I rocked it successfully, quarantined by myself with some nice Tanteo tequila and a thousand high lifes. I had some jalapeno cheddar sausages. Uh, I made some mm. Nashville hot chicken wings, and I slow cooked a four-pound pork roast that got made into thirty-five tamales. Gnarly. That's a lot of tamales, dude. Now I uh, I told you I was going to make tamales, and you balked at it and said that you're not a tamale guy. It's too much fluff for not enough payoff. Yeah, like and they're always like big Christmas around here. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's got them. I just like never been a fan. Like yeah. I've tried it. And I'm just like, mm. I'll eat the ones from Tommy's just because those are slathered in fucking chili. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of tight. Right. Well, I'm going to give you some of these, and I'm going to get your review because I got they, these are these aren't like overloaded, but I did take your note into consideration, and I'm telling you, I made a four pound pork roast. Four pounds that I slow cooked all day. Carnitas recipe. It was so, so effing good. Like, I couldn't stop eating it out of the pot, just forkfuls of it. And then I shredded it all up. And then I I made the tamales. I made the masa from scratch. Not from scratch. I didn't grind the corn, but I made the dough. (laughs) Hand mixed it. Hand mixed it. Old stool. Abuela style. I fucking, I did not, I did not use a KitchenAid. I put love and effort into these. Uh, oh, yeah. Got the salsa verde in there, the carnitas, and the uh, queso fresco, and they turned out really well. Melissa liked them, so sounds great. Yeah, and I didn't use lard. I used uh, I used chicken broth and um, some vegetable oil. I can't, I can't, I can't <laughs> feed my um, lady lard based foods. It's whether it's better for you or the same. Once I drop that 
there is lard in this. Uh, now that's I got problem. now I gotta eat thirty five tamales by myself, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's just a problem for me. And after that, that was my last hurrah that weekend. And um, it's diet time, gnarly. It's finally happened. I got I'm too fluffy, man. And it's basically coming down to the fact that. Like my shorts, I only own like two pairs of like shorts. I have a pair of Hawaiian yeah. shorts and a pair of camo shorts and the rest are all sweatpants. But the shorts <laughs> are starting to get snug and I'm a cheap bastard. I don't want to have to buy new shorts. And I put on a shirt the other day that just, it was bad. It was like a shirt, t t-shirt I used to look good in, like fit. And I just, I, I have to stop this right now. So uh, yesterday I went on a six mile walk in the heat um, I'm doing in the morning, I'm going to make an effort to do more, uh, like starvation walks. It's you get up and immediately you walk for like a half hour to an hour and then you don't eat or drink anything for a half hour to an hour after that. And your body gets tricked into burning fat because of that. It's like a bodybuilder thing. And, okay. I, and I can, I can wrap my head around going for a long brisk walk. Like, because I got fantasy football podcasts up the wazoo that I, I'm happy to listen to and that's just a, a way for me to basically do nothing and slim down and uh, gorge on like a couple hours of fan combined with some other exercise tomorrow I am going back to the gym responsibly uh, my my gym in the ap- apartment complex is is back open sign up only you've got to wear a mask and gloves six feet away they're only allowing um, uh, three people in the entire gym at once. And I'm, and usually there's no one in there. So if there's yeah. like other people in there being shady, I'm just going to split, but I just got to get in there, hit, uh, hit the chest machine, hit the back machine, uh, throw down some pull-ups. And then I'm doing it on Thursday because I'm going to be so sore after being a slob slug in the fart chair <laughs> for, God knows how long. Six months? How long have we been quarantined? Eight months now, gnarly. <laughs> it's need... been a year already, dude. I'm going to be so in pain. I figure it's going to take me from Thursday until next Tuesday to uh, completely recuperate my middle age, my 40s from age body. <laughs> that sounds rough as fuck, dude. I know. I know. And also, uh, I've instigated sober Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And I think that's gonna okay. that's gonna put a big dent in it because even if I'm not getting banged, I'm still ripping six beers, eight beers on a Tuesday, Wednesday. Like, you know, that's just something to do. I got I cut be that smoking off. Smoking during these or no? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, I uh cool. last night the problem is is like if I uh smoke a little too much or imbibe on too much THC, that gives me a party vibe. And I got to stop before the party vibe happens because party vibe burns, uh, knows that there's a bunch of Miller lights in the refrigerator still. (laughs) And you know, why not just drink those after the missus goes to bed? So it it has to be all or nothing. I had some sort of CBD gummy last night and like three, four hits of, uh, of, uh, Indica and that was it. So yeah, I think that's reasonable, you know? I'm not your age, gnarly. If I don't take a hold of these things, it's not just the exterior of me that's going to go down the shitter. It's the internals can't be looking too hot. I smoked for like 15, 20 years, and <laughs> I obviously I make efforts. You know, I what I show you on the Instagram is not what I eat 
at all times, but I definitely do not cut corners when it's time to have a good time, as you say, gnarly, when in the food department. Oh, you got to have a good time. You got to, especially now. So I think that's that's reasonable. And then it's going to make Thursday that much more exciting. Like when Thursday comes around, ooh wee! It's like that. Thursday <laughs> is, was always more exciting to me than Friday or Saturday because it feels like you're getting away with something. Because it's still a weekday, mm-hmm. technically. Friday's Friday, but Thursday drinking. When I lived in Chicago, New York, like that was the day when you went out and you went hard at the bar because you knew you only had one day left to get through at your desk. Yeah, you only got eight hours to push through it. Only eight hours, and as soon as you make it to those, the end of those eight hours, bang, you can go straight to Cold One City. <laughs> and that's what inspired a lot of the Carl Welzine attitude. I used to hit a lot of shows on Thursday. Like, if there's a good show on a Thursday, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pull up to that. Right. Because the next day is Friday. The next day is Friday, and you wake up in a good mood. It's not, it's, you get you're all just, banged up, just like, oh, I bought a t shirt from the gig. Right. It's Friday. Get through this. I'm going to wear that shirt after work's over and get banged up again. And I actually, and this may be a sign of a problem, but I always <laughs> preferred to be super hungover when, like, I had a baby clothes designing job. When I did that for forever, I liked going into work. Like you have an active job, you are um, you're doing manual labor, and yeah, I got my ass whooped today. today and it, it was just nonstop. But busy busyness and a hangover. All of a sudden, sometimes I find that all of a sudden it's one o'clock. If you're hungover, like you're so you're so miserable by the, it just goes it clears off like clouds, and then the sun shines through, and you're like, oh god, I had that big lunch. All right, I feel better. I can do the next four hours. And as soon as that hits, as soon as I get out of there, I am pedal to the metal to cold one sit, <laughs> and, and, and it's game over. And you feel so good about it. Like, those beers taste so good. Hungover beers, sadly, and this may be a sign of a problem, but hungover beers taste way better than, like, oh, been sober for two-day beers. So, you know, maybe I'll, uh, I'll ease off the gas on my Thursday night in Bibeman also because I'm not uh, trying to work off something. And also Monday night beers, not having that, not going to actually do Monday night beers and just doing the program for an hour has made me a much better person on Tuesdays. Yeah, as I was putting in sometimes five hour shifts on a Monday over there. You're going hard. I was going I was I was going into work busted on Tuesdays. <laughs> dude. Like, I mean, I was going in like busted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's I, I miss those days of re- re- recapping our, our Monday night adventures with everyone on Tuesday yeah, because everyone starts getting separated. Right. <laughs> or Vincent have like, he'll, he'll tell a story. Like I came home and Georgia looked at me and she's like, Oh no. And I just face planted, went to bed. <laughs> like, wow, we really hit it. Yeah, I think my last Monday night beers, I did call out the next day and my girlfriend picked me up from the bar. <laughs> if, you, if you are not watching it, it's, it's great. It's only on YouTube now due to, uh, the state of affairs of the world, but eventually it will be a full-fledged podcast, and we can't wait for that to happen. You know, like two, three years from now, Gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dead. <laughs> yeah, Gnarly could be dead. We'll have uh, Greg Johnson in there, Andre Dubuchet. We'll, we'll give you a proper, we'll pour out some for you every episode, Gnarly. You'll live on. Uh, it's not like that's you're, all I want. It's not like you're really dead. It's just like, you know, you're you're not here. It's it's different. Dead is like for completely gone, but like not around is like passed away, but everyone still talks about you all the time. Yeah, Isn't that really what life is? That was beautiful, man. Let's get to some power news you can use. Drunken canoeist arrested in Madison, Wisconsin. 
This is set in by uh, Daddy Ed Stevens. Ed Stevens has been kicking us some hot fire lately. Uh, Thanks, Ed. Police arrested a booze bag Friday who tried driving home after canoeing super bombed and telling concerned officers who rolled up on him that he'd call a cab when he decided to leave Albrick Park Beach. (laughs) 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 It's okay. I'll call a cab. Call a cab. Wisconsin. Hey, I don't even know. Is this Wisconsin? Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's it. You know, I'm going to call a cab. Look, officers, you get the F out of here, okay? Because, uh, you know, I'm just driving a canoe. I I, I drink <laughs> I drink 45 uh, Milwaukee's best. I'm tearing the beast up. And, uh, you know, when you're having a good time. And see, my accents always turn into this gnarly, and now it's this. Because this is the one I really want to do. It's the Caleb Hodgkiss voice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a whole episode in the Kale Bodzka's voice. I don't know if it'll be irritating or not, but sometime that's going to happen. Dane, <laughs> Co- Dane County Sheriff's deputies rolled up on local wino, 48-year-old Mar- Michael Marks, when he appeared to be passed out in a canoe. Dude, how hammered are you when you fall asleep in a canoe? Is this on the water? I think he's up on the beach. <laughs> Marks told deputies... He was having some trouble getting back into his canoe after a swim, and then he got all up in their face and said, "Hey, well, Madison, we got to what is it? Got to go back to? Oh yeah, it's not illegal to be drunk on a canoe. <laughs> Show me where it says it. Show me in the book. Get out your cat book from your glove, your dash, your glove compartment, and you show me where it's illegal to be drunk on a canoe, eh? Come on, I'm trying to. I'm eating cheese curds and." Pounded beast here. I'm not breaking any laws. Officer, please look at me. Marks reportedly told deputies and the Madison Police Department officers he'd call a cab after he left the park. After I leave the park, I'm going to call a cab. Come on now. (laughs) Just go away. Go away. After cops left to probably do some shady cop shit, like they just leave. Like, uh, oh, yeah, sounds okay, dude. You you promise? Look, there's a guy in a wheelchair. Let's get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, look, I'm going to be fine. Just leave me alone. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, the uh, witness sees Marks get into his car, and the witness said they're concerned because there were families with small children in the park, so she calls cops. Just as Marks was backing out of his parking stall, an officer arrived and arrested Marks for his, get this gnarly, fifth DUI. <laughs> How does he still have a license? I don't know. I don't know. Wisconsin's crazy. You get a gang of passes in Wisconsin, apparently. Yeah. Five? Yeah, in Michigan. Well, I, he could have got a lot of those when he was younger. Possibly. And then the law kept changing. It is a lot of DUIs, though. It does sound it like excessive. it sounds very, uh, it's, it's very Michigan also. Like, people just drive drunk in places like that. There's not like, I, I guess they have Ubers now, but they're not as prevalent, but People just straight up drive drunk at all times after the bars clear out. You go by a bar at one in the morning, like Chico's Sports Bar or some shit, and there's a hundred cars in the parking lot at one in the morning. What do you think all those people are doing? Do you think they're all designated drivers? There's like a hundred designated drivers? No. Damn. No. They're Midwesterners getting hammered as F. Let's move on. Scumbag Illinois bar petition. This is uh, sent in by Daddy Brian, and we're going to do a deep dive on this, and it's, it's really interesting to me. 
because it's so real and this guy it sounds so bad uh hey daddy there's a trash hole bar near my house that's getting some attention lately i have a link at the bottom to a change.org petition to shut it down it's the trashiest bar around it's it's located in a strip mall between a daycare and a physical therapy office I've met oh, the nice. owners, and they always are looking like a sweaty Papa John. <laughs> hope, hope you find some entertainment from these horrible folks. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Brian, so many thousands of people have destroyed this guy and instantly know what his name is. Because they, I think it's a slander issue, so they, they, they put a blurred picture of him and they left his name out <laughs> but everyone immediately like there's sixteen thousand signatures ah oh, damn uh-huh the bar is called uh shooters sports bar in billiards it's in grays lake uh illinois and people are really upset with one of the owners named chris barnes who's allegedly a colossal racist um his name like i said not on the petition but it's obvious to people who he is and they hate this guy's guts gnarly Upon, he sounds like a bad dude. Upon further investigation uh, by myself, this owner, he seems to have like a bulletproof complex and like w- loves to make wildly racist comments on social media. He's one of those guys, you know, that lives in a bubble. Yeah, just, just shoots from the hip. Shoots from the hip real hard. And apparently or allegedly, whatever doesn't get me in trubs, this guy says a lot of wild stuff in the bar. There are people making accusations that, uh, you know, he supports public hangings, things to that extent. He said a bunch of stuff. And I'll tell you what, just like I've done before, I'm not reading it on the show. I'm not reading what he says because we don't give racists a voice on this program. Yeah, he doesn't get one here. We are judge, jury, and executioner. We do not give you a voice. We, we take the evidence and we make our own decision. And our decision here is to uh, burn it down. This guy, Gnarly, is dripping with the vibe of every mule-kicked asshole screaming racist shit from his truck at a minority at a stoplight in an internet video. You know those guys yep. with the their fucking busted teeth, spitting shit all over, no no fucking shirt on, just saying wild shit, and then immediately they get fired from their job. But he's that guy. You can you can smell it on him, and it smells like urine. Anytime I see one of those guys, I know they just smell like piss. They're like four day drunks and uh, have not showered, <laughs> and they're just their undies are soaked in pee pee spots. Here's what we're gonna do. You know how we do on the Power Moves program. Let's do some one-star Yelp reviews of Shooter's Sports Bar and Billiards, Gnarly. Hit me with them. Because just like before, the the Yelp page got shut down. Like the previous gentleman, not gentleman, piece of shit. Yelp, Yelp's got to stop protecting these guys. If people want to light this guy's business up with their own personal tales of horrible behavior and horrible uh, service in their fucking shitty sports bar... Let them light them up. Come on, Yelp, what are you protecting here? Let's enjoy, yeah. let us you, enjoy. You like them, Yelp? You love that guy? Yeah, you, you is that your friend? Of you course. racist too? <laughs> uh, but thankfully, there's still plenty of cherry comments that were previously posted for us to enjoy. And a lot of these, gnarly, they're like 2014, 2016, 2018. This, is not, this isn't new. <laughs> This, this guy's been doing this. This is not new. This is from uh, Mager L. They don't deserve any stars. So that's a zero star review, I guess. Nice. Extremely racist. One of the previous reviews said that they spit on an Asian man. 
How are they still open? Probably because they're funded by KKK. They need to be shut down. That's that's insane, dude. That's a review you have? A Yelp review for your business? <laughs> you did some Man. bad shit. That doesn't come out of left field. This is from Selena R. Don't spend your money here. They are the worst. Drinks are terrible. I'd rather take my money elsewhere. Also, they are indeed racist. <laughs> this is uh, JDM says bartenders always have a shitty attitude and the owners are racists. Take your business elsewhere. How, how is this open? If, I, if I'm Yelp, I'm just like, hey, how come everyone's been calling this place racist? Like, maybe we shouldn't have a page for them. <laughs> right. Uh, we should probably like let people like know what's going on here. I have them investigated or uh-huh. something. Uh, I didn't. Oh, shit. I didn't write down the uh, name of this one. It doesn't matter. Name of the person. We purchased three drinks and a few hours of pool, and they wouldn't give us glasses of water after we drank and wanted to leave. They said we had to pay for one bottle of water or we get nothing at all. I had to ask twice, so they gave us one glass for all three of us. Stupidest thing I ever heard. So not only is this a horribly racist establishment, but it's also water. No, even the roost gives you water for free. Any bar gives you water. Most bars have it sitting out. Just a little like yourself self-serve, right? Self-serve water is great. That's I hit that hard. You got self-serve water. I'm taking half of it, especially if it's cold. I like one Mm -hmm. of those metal ones with the little, the little spigot on them. Those are great. The place is classy. There might be like some mint or like cucumbers in it. Oh, spa water. Got to spa it up. Here's another one. Won't support this business. Comments I have personally heard from the owner while at the bar are completely unconscionable. My last visit was on the horrible night 45 won the election in uh, this sports bar uh, racist lounge. Probably uh, probably pretty bad. They're probably just letting it fly. (laughs) It's really bad. Amanda J says, just in case you were curious, this place still sucks. I wish zero stars were rating. Melissa R., if I could rate it less than one, I would. I've never felt so offended by a bar before in my life. During our company outing, I started to play Spanish music, music that I paid to play, and the bartender turned down the volume and eventually just turned off the speakers. When I asked why they did that, she said, oh, my mistake. That's fucking bullshit. Oh, and your female bartender gets drunk on the job? Racist establishment, horrible service, never going there again. And that's 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 like two years old. That's not new. I was born kicked like their ass, dude. Uh, I don't I I do not know. Um also, they have a sign up, or they did, that someone found in this place that says absolutely no foreign language music. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, it's really it's really out of control. This place needs Wait, to- tell me they don't have like tequila there? Like what alcohol do you have there? What's going on? Oh, I, I here I found it. It's actually uh no foreign language music. They have a policy. Sports That's shooter sports bar and billiards in Grays Lake, Illinois. If you uh if you're irritated by foreign language music, also they do not like hip hop in there. I think we know, we know oh, where we're. Why, why, why would they? <laughs> know where we're going with this? Uh, Angie S says walked in and saw the sign. Yeah, no foreign speaking music allowed, and walked right out. I won't be spending any of my money in a business owned by ignorant racists. The service is absolutely horrible. One of the bartenders insulted my cousin because she ordered ginger beer. The bar manager was rude and used the chair my husband was sitting in to tie his shoe. 
the pizza they gave us is DiGiorno's. Why am I paying $12 for a frozen pizza? Bottom line, a horrible place to spend a Saturday night. <laughs> this is this is so... How is, this, how is it open so long? Because there's whole communities of people who are just, you know, just... Garbage as well? Yeah. I know a spot. Also gnarly. One of these reviews says that they charge $2 for a glass of water. <laughs> this, a glass. This is... You gotta charge me. Give me a bottle. This is from Antonio S. This is from 2016, Gnarly. Horrible experience. Owners were very rude to me and my group of friends, and I didn't know why. I didn't feel welcome. We were the only minority, and in parentheses, Hispanic group on that night. The only thing the owner said to me was, we reserve the right to deny service to anyone. Then I was overcharged on my debit card, and the owners did not care. (laughs) Hope this place closes. Dude, there's, fuck this there's a lot of that in here too of people getting double charged like constantly and then just being like deal with it it's not only the worst it's a fucking horrible place but it's also yeah. run by pieces of trash uh, allegedly danny d his only review is owner is a clown that's from like 2014 <laughs> Eddie U, this is from 2014. If I could give zero stars, I would. I went to shooters with a buddy to play pool and had a tab of 20 bucks and change. A day later, I look at my mobile bank and see that they charged me double. I called a couple friends about it, and the same thing happened to them. I then called Jen, the owner's wife, and she told me she'd call back the next day but never did. So I called again and left a message. No response. Same with my buddies. Check your bank statements because these people are crooks and something needs to be done because they screwed me and now they lost a hell of a lot of customers because they have zero respect for them. Sincerely, your regulars. And then, like, this Jen chick comes back at him on there like, if you're going to call us crooks, that's slander and blah, blah, blah. We went through the security cameras and we didn't find any evidence or, or paper threads. Look at his fucking... Like, there's a ton of people saying they all get charged yeah. double. That's a fucking shitty thing that bars do. And we've been fucking, uh, we, I stopped going to that bar. I'm not going to name them. I stopped going to that bar in Glendale mm-hmm. because every fucking time they jacked my bill up because they see people having a good time. They know you've had six cocktails and a couple shots, a couple beers, and they don't think you're going to notice. And then you won't notice the next day. No, sir. No, sir. I love the, that's why I like the cash only spot. It's very underrated. Because you know what you're spending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atrocious tab. You You don't have to wait like three days to see it get pulled out of your card or whatever. You know what I mean? Just whatever damage is done, it's in your pocket. Right. You have a stack of bills, and when they're gone, they're gone. But you got whatever. You got your money. (laughs) You know what? I will say, it's it's Greyhound Bar in in Glendale. Tried to they burned us on our own Christmas party, bro. Yeah, they tried to burn me four times on bills. And then every time they reversed it because they knew they were wrong and they got caught and they got sweaty and slippery and and had to dump off like 20 bucks or whatever. Burned us on our own Christmas party. Yeah, burned us like for a bunch of fucking money. Yeah, my girlfriend got, I think it was like five cocktails. I'm like, okay, that's like like 60 bucks. And then I was just drinking hams. And then and the hams were $4 and the bill ended up being like 120 or something. Mm. I was just like, that does not add up at all. They see drunk people and they try to take advantage of his bullshit. <laughs> this place needs to be shut the fuck down. It's a bar, gnarly, super shitty overpriced food, 
charges for water. Everyone who works there is allegedly a rude asshole, and the owner is openly racist and a piece of trash. Shut it down. Get the fuck out. That's what I think. If you want to sign the petition or just uh, need some further outrage, the link is in the show description. The comments from people in there are obviously familiar with this guy are mind-blowing. So... Was that fun? Was that a fun segment? I think it was educational. It's you know, just crazy that you could have a bar and be that openly racist and be open for that long without anybody like punching you in the face or anything. Well, um, you know. I was there with a couple of my friends and they heard something like that. I got a feeling uh, it's going to be a shut the door situation. Yeah. California is <laughs> a different place. Gnarly. <laughs> it's, uh, I've uh, hung out with your crew and I'm pretty sure that door would get shut there. Uh, that's not, uh, that, ain't, that ain't happening. That ain't happening at the roost. <laughs> and that luckily, all people allegedly not racist who work at the roost. We know Ben's all good. We know Ben's good. Oh, Ben's the homie. Love that man. I don't trust anyone anymore. Let's do, I'm going to do a uh, a fun little P-mail bag, mini P-mail bag segment. Oh, yeah. This is from the elder daddy McG. There's a couple McG brothers who both listen to the program. And um, nice. they're very cool funny. Name, dude. Yeah. The McG? The McG's. They're good guys. What's up, Daddy? So on Thursday, I was listening to the flagship Power Moves program while doing a few things around the house. We have an overgrown backyard. I've been cutting down and I've been cutting down the smaller trees to let the light shine, the grass grow, and let an almost non-existent breeze slightly cool my sweaty backside as I drink lukewarm beer. He needs a koozie, man. You got to get one of those. Yeah, I get a koozie. Yeah, get one. Get yourself one of those Yetis or those Yeti knockoffs, man. That shit will keep your uh, beer uh, nice and ice cold in the blazing sun for hours. Being a daddy of limited tree trimming experience, I held a branch down while sawing into sawing it into smaller pieces. Once I got through the branch, the section still attached to the trunk snapped up and hit me in the face. Ooh. I stood there with the heat of a thousand suns on my face and hearing gnarly laughing about naked gardening in the background. Hell yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's all fucked up and he, and that, that story's going on, which is a great story. That was, that, I, that was one of my favorite stories we've done in a long time. That naked gardening story with the, uh, yeah, poor guy. I hope he's all right. You <laughs> can only hope we can only hope. Uh, I put down the saw, checked my teeth, still had them all, and my face. My lip was split bad, and I was bleeding all over. My wife and kids had just gone to pick up groceries. What a relief that they didn't see the hamburger meat under my nose. I went inside, checked the mirror, decided that a cleft lip was not becoming of a suave daddy, and decided to head to urgent care. I cleaned the blood off the kitchen floor, but forgot the bathroom sink. Oops, sorry, honey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the fam comes home and there's just like a crime scene in the bathroom <laughs> oh my god that's, a, that's like that's concerning and then he drove off i called my wife to let her know that everything was fine and not to worry until she got home and saw the crime scene <laughs> the crimson the the crimson Dude, uh sink. Your lips bleed a lot yeah they do this caused immediate panic from her and crying children I got off the phone so I because <laughs> you know when a parent freaks out, kids just lose yeah, their mind. Kid just hit that vibe and doesn't see blood. And like, <laughs> I got off the phone so I could focus on driving one-handed while holding a bloody towel on my face. 
Luckily, urgent care was close and didn't sweat me on the mask wearing since I would have had a river of blood pouring out from (laughs) underneath it. Nurse took one look at me and hustled the doctor in 14 stitches later, including 10 after the seemingly diluted Novocaine wore off. I got to go home. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. I saw he sent a photo. It's like I was going to ask. dude. It's, It's like lip to nose. It ain't good. Oh, I don't I don't need to see that. So my weekend was shot. My wife wants me to get a full catcher's mask before trimming again. No steak or burgers for me on the fourth. So sad. Oh, I'm truly I'm looking. Kind of picture an upper lip ripped up. Like how would you like? No, like, I don't know. No, you can't. You just got to move the jaw. Just got to like know. manually move the jaw up and down. That's a bad time, dude. I'm sorry. I'm truly looking forward to my Monday AM staff Zoom meeting where I get to reveal the carnage and stupidity, all thanks to a little too much escape from reality via power moves. Really looking forward to next weekend, you guys. P.S. Please don't mention pulling the skin back. I've seen it. Hard pass. Daddy McGee, (laughs) (laughs) a.k.a. Daddy Hamburger Helper Face. (laughs) Damn, dude. At least you didn't lose any teeth, though. That's a huge win. Man. I'll take stitches over missing a tooth any day. Missing a tooth or busting a tooth is a fate worse than death, gnarly. That's my fear. I just, any of that, any, like, I I got uh, mouth guards for when I sleep now because I just grind my teeth, like, and I, I need and to p- get those. part of it is that I'm just so conscious about that. Like, it's a huge phobia for me. Dentist, teeth stuff. I got mm. the water pick and the and the electric brush and like the toothpaste and like I do everything in humanly possible t- to not have any sort of severe dental problems, including like I got to get a crown in this back one. This one is cracked. Oh. It's been that way for a long time though. It was oh, fine. Then. Don't worry about it. It was a uh, it was well. It's because it was a filling, like it was a it was a big filling that probably should have been crowned and it uh the little little side of it popped off i know this is disgusting if you're listening to this but it's just reality and uh but it doesn't hurt because it's like all drilled up and shit so i'm in there with the with the water pick i do not want to go to the dentist gnarly because that we've discussed is where uh the disease is really really all over the place can't have that i had a retainer bar on my teeth it was like these two round metal things that went to the back of my teeth and then the bar was in the front yeah. And that was fine until like one day I was like just fucking around my mouth and one of the vangs on my tongue uh-huh. got stuck to it. No. So it was like it was like sideways. And I, I did not know what to do. My mom was just like, We gotta go now. And we luckily got to the dentist like right before they closed and they just nunned me up and just fixed that real quick. Oh so my for a split God. second I was like, I'm about to be stuck with my tongue like sideways for like a uh, a day and a half. No. Like, I, I, like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, Little poor. Why would they put this in my mouth if this was gonna happen? Poor little gnarly. <laughs> I was scared, dude. I want to say congratulations to Daddy Ben, the winner of the Boz Nasty prize package on the Patreon. This week, I'm giving away a mint copy of Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band's 1976 double live LP, Live Bullet, signed by Carl Welzine with a whole ton of other details added in the gatefold. It is beautiful. I'm also throwing in uh, some vintage 1986 Detroit Free Press Bob Seger articles, original ones from the newspaper that were clipped out in 86. It's one of a kind piece of modern Midwestern art you can listen to as well as proudly display in your John only 
in the K-Money Club featuring Peanuts, Champagne Room, R.I.P. Peanut. Let's do some power tube. Last episode, I talked about how I was going to gorge on hot dogs. Well, these are sausages that I ate, but, you know, I call them hot dogs sometimes because I'm a trash bag. And I was going to binge on TV. So I'm going to recap. This is, this is everything I watched. On your request, Gnarly, I watched season seven, episode 11 of Aqua Teen. Great episode. What's it called? Do you remember offhand? You don't got to look. Uh, something about hair. It's a hair, it's a hair product one, but season, season seven, episode 11. Fantastic. I started off the weekend by renting the new Terminator movie on iTunes for a buck because it was cheap. And you get to keep mm-hmm. those for like, it's like, what, 30 days you have to watch it or something? You have 30 days to watch it, but then once you start it, you have 48 hours. Right. So I never watched it because I was rocking and rolling and watching something new sometimes. You know you're not going to remember all of it or you might fall yeah, you asleep. Gotta, you got to go in kind of clean to that. You got to go in clean and slowly get into the groove as opposed mm-hmm. to being well into the groove and then putting it on. So that's probably this weekend. Uh, I also watched that Taker AJ Styles WrestleMania match, the street fight that's filmed like a film. Mm-hmm. Here, I, I hadn't sat down and just really, I'd watched it, but just kind of doing other stuff. I sat down and watched it. It's really good. The problem is, is that they're all wearing their corny in-ring stuff. They're fake like, like they wouldn't be wearing that. Shoot it like, if you're going to shoot it like a movie, don't put Taker in like, fake shiny trench coat and like you know uh ufc gloves he wouldn't have those on make it happen man you gotta watch his uh the last ride though i'll give you my login to the network for that oh uh, yeah i would love that that's the good doc and AJ, old doc. aj styles is wearing like his his it's merch terrible. t-shirt what are you doing man just put him in it's like a flannel terrible. i want to see like <laughs> a flannel shirt and jeans you know i want to see taker just like in a black cutoff t-shirt and a headband and like jeans like that's it just what they would wear and then they fight and make it look real it's a great idea poor execution here was the only problem i watched ferris bueller i watched top top gun twice watch that twice back to back okay i watched lethal weapon i watched lethal weapon 2 i watched what about bob i watched cb4 which i hadn't seen in so long it's a good movie that's forgotten that's a forgotten classic. Is that on HBO? It's on HBO, I think, right? I believe I watched it on HBO, Max, nice. yeah. And um, I watched uh, Metallica, Muskegon, Michigan, 1983. Is that from their uh, the YouTube? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Monday Metallicas or whatever. And what makes those so good? It's Monday, Monday Metall- Metallica Mondays. And what makes those so good is that the music is out of the soundboard. Mm-hmm. So you get the VHS quality of the vintage vintage uh visuals but then the music is is crisp and tight so like that combination is just perfect because you, know, you watch like an old video and the someone's dubbing it off of a vhs tape the audio is all effed but when it's done that way it looks great it's fun to watch and there's a whole bunch of those metallica monday's youtube videos are really yeah. really good and started the new unsolved mysteries on netflix uh, me too man i only watched the first episode I just recently found out there's a subreddit for it, and they're opening up a lot of cases, man. Yeah, it's fun. Like, like people, there's petitions going around to get like certain things done, and uh, I'm about four episodes in. The last one I watched was just a straight up hate crime. Yeah, uh, they don't know who did it. It's like really fucked. Well, now I know who did. It. Like it's super fucked up. 
There's only six, right? Six episodes. Yeah, something like that. But I've been, yeah, I've been watching one before I go to bed every night with my girlfriend. It's so good. It, but it, I, and I'm not, this is an original take, but I did have this immediately after I watched it. It ends and you don't find out what happened. And you're like, what the fuck? Come on. And then you're like, well, it's Unsolved Mysteries. That's why it's called yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. You don't get to know. But, there's someone, no ending, but there's something about the stories being unsolved that makes them even more terrifying and bizarre and better somehow than like a Forensic so Files. The first one is the guy going through the building, right? Yes. Yeah, my buddy had a pretty good theory on that. He was just thinking that it was like uh, allegedly like Russian mafia or something along those lines that they just like beat the shit out of him, put him there, and then punch that hole through just to like make well, it. I don't like, want to spoil anything for people now. Super fucked up. Not really a spoiler. This is just a fucking theory. It does. They do. They do show you right away in the episode. You're not spoiling anything too I'm not bad. Spoiling shit. But I don't. It's so good. I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it for get our fingies all over the snacks before then, someone else. Uh, the second episode. Uh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> anyway, it's it's super good. It's really well done. Uh, what what are you watching? What's what's your what's your jam? I was watching that, and I finally finished season three of F is for Family this weekend. Oh, so good I got, for you! I'm pretty much caught up and got to finish this next one. That's pretty much it, dude. Season three three of F is for Family is good, just like the rest of them are. You know. It's it's a throwback yeah, show. It's a it's a vile wonder years, and everyone's ripped on equally. I think, which I yeah. think is fair. They're like, yeah, these guys aren't really good people. <laughs> they they mean well. They try, but very very flawed. So I was uh, I'm on season seven of Mad TV, and that's a really strong one. That Mad TV is is got. They went after everybody on there. Like they, they held no punch. They they like went. There's a few I'm, I'm not uh, remembering, but I was like when I was watching, I was like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, there are, are things on, on Mad TV that they were just shoot from the hip, but everyone gets shot. You know, it yeah. was, and they had a very diverse cast, I think more so balanced than Saturday Night mm -hmm. Live. Of, of, absolutely. And Deborah Wilson's a beast, man. Yeah, some of those, some of those people are so talented on that show. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's a must watch if you've not enjoyed it. Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is Love You Down. By I Know Jay off of the 1997 compilation album So So Deaf Bass All Stars Volume 2, executive produced by Jermaine Dupree. Uh, Love You Down is a cover of Ready for the World, a great RB band out of Flint, Michigan, who put the original out in 1986. The I Know Jay version is us. It's sped up, it's got this big fat salt and pepper push it sample. And it's one of my favorite gym songs, Gnarly. I'm going back tomorrow. I'm going to get ripped to this jam. It also brings back a lot of good memories of drinking on a couch in college in the front yard with the fellas. Uh, Love You Down also is featured on I Know Jay's debut solo album, presumably named Ready for the World as an homage to the band Ready for the World from Flint, Michigan that she covered it for. You've probably heard it. You might not know what it's called. But boy, it gets gets my gets my junk in my butt rocking and rolling. <laughs> Not only what you listening to, uh, Giant Thunders and the Heartbreakers, Pirate Love, man, that's a sweet ass song. It is. I a good think jam. I texted to you on Saturday and I was just barbecuing. I was all fucked up, mm -hmm. just hanging out, had that blasting on my uh, patio, nice and chunky guitar, all slippery. Yeah, it's, I love Giant Thunders. He's my favorite guitar player. Great jam. There's a lot of that Johnny Thunders that. You, know, you can go into deeper into Johnny Thunder's territory mm -hmm. that a lot of people have. Very underrated. A lot of good stuff. And it is good, like, hanging out, drinking beers. That's what it's it like, is. We're getting tuned up music. 
that ain't no sober rock said he, he wasn't sober when he was doing that so then you can't be sober when you're listening. <laughs> my man was on on some junk yeah it was all right let's uh we're gonna hang out and talk in the uh after dark a little bit after here but uh to you uh we'll see you next thursday and uh gnarly thank you for hanging thanks for having me man as usual be looking forward to the weekend you guys yeah i'm gonna make a power moves yeah i'm gonna make a power moves right to a detroit groove this all american dudes out making power moves yeah Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.